It is 2.25.22. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. It's Friday night. Talking about SmackDown. Talking about Rampage. Issa, good to be with you. We are here tonight. We are talking about wrestling. Yeah. Big, good big wrestling again. Good to see you again. Good to see you. We did an interview this morning for uh, Yellow Jackets Buzz. It's going to be coming out soon. Yes. And, uh, oh, the things we learned. But uh, are you excited? WWE is playing with your heart and your loyalties with a title oh, yeah. unification match at WrestleMania between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Just don't talk. Let's not talk about the business. Let's not talk about who's going to win. Let's not talk about who's better. Let's talk about Issa's emotions. Emotionally, how are you feeling about this? What is your process when you heard the news? <laughs> in this was, position of having glass, to choose. Yeah. I'm in a glass cage of emotions. You know, I felt so it was a roller coaster learning the news, seeing the segment tonight, because I, I just want I just want to hug them both and bake them a cake and figure it out in different ways. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> that would be the that would be the move. That would be like uh, you know, you put Sami Zayn versus Finn Balor and you know what, guys, I'm not rooting for I'm rooting for both of you, but I really just want to see can we can we work this out? Can we make this happen in some way, shape, or form without resorting to violence because uh, yeah. I need you to get along, you know? I just don't want, I don't want to have to pick a side. And like the last time I will be waiting until the very last minute to really announce if I pick a side. Ultimately, I feel like I win here no matter what. These are my two favorite guys. One of them has to win. So I should be happy, right? Yeah. But then I feel like I'll be betraying the one that loses by celebrating the other one. This is a very, very hard situation I'm in right now. It is, you know, and speaking of tough situations, Alfred couldn't be here tonight. Now, I'm not sure I was reading his text right. He said at Applebee's tonight, there's some sort of pog convention going on. And as we learned the other night, Alfred loves the 90s game with the milk bottle caps, yes. pogs. Uh, apparently, yes. he slams a lot of pogs uh, in yes. the waiting room and the nasty <laughs> nest. And, uh, you know, I used to collect pogs myself in the 90s. I had the Alf pogs, some Power Rangers pogs. I, I don't want to brag, but I was slamming some pogs myself in the 90s. And uh, wow. Alfred's still keeping the spirit alive here in the 2020s. Yeah, I heard that because Applebee's closest early, the convention will be moving to the waiting room in the nastiness right after. So and that's really nice of him to give back to the Pog community I know. and providing I know. them a place. What an incredible guy. I can't, I'm, we're, I'm so honored that we get to podcast with him. I know. And, you know, I said, Alfred, you do such great work with the Pog community, you're a respected leader. <laughs> friend of the community you take all the time you need to give back please alfred please alfred we we got this okay that you oh, your priorities you have them sorted right obviously and uh you know when we meet up in vegas i look forward alfred to checking out your collection of oh yeah one thousand percent i yeah. can't wait i can't wait that's gonna be the first thing we do that's gonna be our first i have an entire schedule abundant activities that the three of us are gonna do that i will be vlogging for my youtube channel and that is the first thing on the list actually go ahead <laughs> <laughs> so title unification let's let's steer yes. this back onto wrestling topics uh title <laughs> unification what do you think this means for the wwe for raw and smackdown i am i'm very surprised by this news glenn because i personally was one that kept saying while this um these shows are on different networks. I don't see them unifying the title. So I'm very shocked that that's the decision. And number two is like, what title do we get rid of? 
because Roman has really made something out of the Universal Championship, but the WWE title has such prestige. You would assume that the person that loses is the title that we get rid of, but I have a yeah. feeling that the odds might be on Roman's favor here. I don't see yeah. them dropping the WWE title for the Universal Championship. Maybe, I mean, we saw him tonight say, hey, that's my title too. We'll see how they twist it. But I, I will tell you one thing. I'm very surprised because I think it'll make things a lot interesting and for contenders, right? Especially with SmackDown. SmackDown is so hurting for talent right now. And now they just lost Cesaro. So I do think the idea of having one champion go back and forward between the brands, that's great. But I'm very shocked. And... I got to tell you, though, I wonder if this means that Brock is done after Mania, because in my mind, no, stop. well, but here's the reason why I say that it makes sense if you have two brands and Brock and Roman are the two biggest male stars in all of WWE, like it or not, it's the in truth. all of the world, in all of the world. There you go. Yes. Um, so they're the biggest stars in all of the world. And you would want one on Raw and one on SmackDown. And because if they're feuding with each other, you can always move it over uh, and have them appear on other shows, do whatever they need to do. So I think there are opportunities there. Now, if you have one title and you have the chase with both of them going back and forth between brands, that's very limited. Whereas Brock can have his own feuds on Raw. Rome can have feuds on SmackDown. And when the two come to, the two can fight twice a year could do yeah. wrestlemania and SummerSlam or survivor series however you want to do it survivor I think it's, series the one time of the year Glenn. Come the on. one the one time the only time yeah. <laughs> except for saudi arabia and all uh, the other times all the other times one time except for all the other times um so i think that it just makes more sense from a programming standpoint to keep two titles i hope they don't unify the women's championships that would be disastrous for airtime for and building new mm -hmm. stars uh with the women i think um this makes I, I get where it makes sense if brock's leaving but if brock's staying i think it's it's just limiting his opportunity right i agree and i feel like they're unifying the wrong title here um yeah. like for example the the tag team title will be something yes. that I would have seen unified way before this. We'll see. We'll see where they goes. I think Ethan in the chat made a comment where it's like they unify them, and then a year later we'll have another title. And it's just like stop introducing new titles. That that's just not you know that's just not the way to go. We'll see where we go from here. But I will tell you one thing: I really thought that somebody was going to win both titles, and we were going to see another Becky two belts situation. Yeah. I wasn't expecting this, and it, and it does make the match feel so much bigger. I will say that. It does make the match feel huge. And they needed that. I don't know that it's the biggest WrestleMania match ever. because It is. Have, they've had WrestleMania matches before. Okay, but this is for everything. This is for everything, okay. It's for yeah. my heart. Well, and perhaps Paul Heyman's love. No, Paul Heyman, he, can't, no, he needs to go away. <laughs> it is true. We were talking about this the other night. Why would you waste Paul Heyman on either guy that can cut a hell of a promo and have charisma? Yeah. Put him with, I mean, actually, Ricochet, his limited words backstage tonight were probably the best Ricochet's ever sounded, but <laughs> Paul Heyman could be used to such greater effect because there are a lot Look of wrestlers. At the promos. Who, yeah. 
Yeah, look at the promos that Roman and Brock cut tonight. They both looked incredible. I did pop for Paul Heyman saying that he ended the Undertaker's streak. I thought that was hilarious. But he is not needed for mic work when it comes to this version of Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Yeah. CJ Hennessy 499 is saying, no doubt in my mind, it backlash that's wrestlemania backlash we will have a fatal yes. four-way for one of those belts and roman or brock and roman or brock and neither of them will take the pin i don't I mean, think that i mean they announced it as a unification so i don't think that's the case anymore cj and, and if that's the case i personally pitch like roman or brock winning and just um relinquishing the title the same way that Keith Lee did back when he was in NXT. Remember, yeah. he became the two-time champion and he relinquished one of them. I think that I don't. I can see Roman saying, oh, I beat him just to make a point, but I don't want this secondary title. This is the title that always matters. And relinquish it and do some kind of tournament. That's, that's what I thought they should have done. Yeah. I concur. Um, what else do we have in the news? Because this is just going to drive me crazy talking about this. And then we start talking about, is the brand split not long for this world? And I'll just, I'll go insane if we go down this path. Well, also in the news today, um, Corey Graves confirmed to TMC that he is, in fact, clear to wrestle. He said that he, like, kind of had a niche. He wanted to see what he could do. So he went to get checked out. And it turns out that he is actually clear. I know that it was reported, but now it's confirmed by him. So he he had an itch and he went to get it checked out, and the yeah. doctor said he's all clear. So horrible warning, horrible warning. <laughs> Glenn, I've been working since eight a.m. Okay, it's twelve thirty my time. Cut me a break here. I know. I'm sorry, this is you know. No, that's funny. You're the bad influence on me. I think if we've learned anything, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, no, I think so. Do you want to see Corey wrestle again? I'm not very familiar with Corey's wrestling career. Um, so uh, would I be curious to see what he can do? Yes, I haven't really researched his Ring of Honor stuff. And when he was in NXT, it was so early on. I wasn't really following NXT at that time. So I'm not sure of what he can do, you know? So I, I just want it to be a good feud. And I don't want it to just become another guy on the roster. Because I do think he's talented on the mic. But, you know, there was also rumors. I think it's also in the news tonight that they might have a feud for Pat McAfee at WrestleMania. <laughs> Let's get the commentators against each other. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Corey, his promos would be next level. I saw him on yeah. early NXT. He could definitely wrestle. His character didn't resonate with me uh, back then when he was wearing like the jean jacket vest and, uh, you know, looking very um, like social distortion, SoCal skate punk. Like that wasn't, and I, and I know that background well, but that just as a character didn't work for me. But I, right. I'm, very excited to see who Corey Graves as a wrestler would be now. Right, exactly. And that's another thing. Even people that might be familiar with his work, he hasn't wrestled in so long that we might see a complete different character and version of him. So am I curious? Yeah, but I want them to make it count, to make it matter, to treat it like a big return, you know, the, the same way they treated everybody that was career had ended and now he's able to come back. Yeah. What else we got? What else is going on? I think actually, uh, yeah, the last one that I had on the news for today was what I just mentioned. Pat McAfee could possibly yeah. have a feud going into WrestleMania. Vince McMahon is going to be on his show this week. So do you think we're going to get Pat McAfee against Vince McMahon? <laughs> I mean, that sounds so ridiculous. 
<laughs> that I kind of want to see it. <laughs> I didn't think you weren't going there. That's hilarious. <laughs> like Pat versus Adam Cole, like that whole thing. Um, Pat was fine. I mean, look, Pat's very yeah. gifted on the mic. I find Pat very entertaining for I a non-wrestler. The- he did he did well by non-wrestlers. He was no bad bunny, but no. he did well in his match. But Pat versus Vince. Vince McMahon is not Cesaro. Vince McMahon is not, you know, a technical res- when's the last time Vince even wrestled? It's got it's been okay. What if it's not Vince and Vince sends out the best in the world, Shane McMahon? I don't know. There you go. <laughs> no, that's all I have for the news. I think it will be interesting to see what they um what they give him at WrestleMania. If this is even going to happen, this WrestleMania feels very celebrity loaded, and I still yeah. see Pat as as a celebrity when it comes to him wrestling. I did like him against Adam Cole. I was pleasantly surprised with his performance. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be one for the books tonight, folks. We're going to get, I'm disabling comments on this video just because I don't need to see yeah. myself for that. Um, no, I think uh, so. Does Tony Khan really have another announcement? Because that's that's becoming oh, yeah. I, didn't, I forgot to add that to the news, but just so you know, <laughs> this Wednesday on Rampage, last time it was a huge announcement, this time it's a massive announcement. Glenn, are you excited? At what point? You know, this is like the Michael Scott episode of The Office uh, where he's like, hey, everyone, I've got a surprise. And then he says, uh, well, before I tell you what the surprise is, why don't you all tell me what you think the surprise is and I'll tell you if you're right or not. Oh, no. As a matter of fact, this last Wednesday before Dynamite went on the air, there was a YouTube video, not a YouTube video, a Twitter video in which he was backstage with Tony Schiavone talking about the announcement that he is not able to announce yet. <laughs> I mean, I think he's trolling us at this point, but he is paying these things off. Like, right. like he's, uh, you know, Tony, the good time guy. He's just giving out surprises and forbidden door passes and just, you know, putting smiles on people's faces. So I, I like that. Could you Great. imagine if Vince McMahon every week was like, hey, I got a big surprise for you, you know? And knowing Vince, it would be like tonight at the merchandise stand, 5% off all WWE merchandise. What do you think is going to happen when he runs out of words? Because I feel like he first said, like the first announcement ever, he said some big announcement and then he just searched similar words. I feel like he's running out, right? Because he's used big, massive, huge, outstanding. Like I think he's used every term for his announcements. This one is supposed to be massive, Glenn. Well, somebody get Tony a thesaurus. He said it feels as big as the first dance, which is when CM Punk showed up. Yes. Yes. We're not messing around, Glenn. We're not messing around with these announcements. Uh, I mean, probably Jeff Hardy. But Jeff yeah, Hardy announced it. Too. Jeff Hardy told somebody yeah. the other day in an interview, like, dude, Jeff, how am I going to surprise, buddy? I don't think that person was supposed to leak this information. I think that was supposed to be a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Berry, Buck 99. Ryan Berry, are you laying in bed taking that photo? <laughs> Like Brian, I know what that's. I know I know that selfie pose, buddy. You yeah. get it, Brian. Brian, go down to Applebee's. Be Alfred's wingman. Make it happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brian Perry, Buck ninety nine. 
And it's a good photo. It's not a bad photo. I don't, I don't, look, that, photo. I don't look that good laying on my back, holding up the camera like that. Like, do you, you take know, a lot of selfies like that, Dwayne? Do you take a lot of laying in bed selfies? Uh, not in a couple of years, you know. I mean, most of the photos I, think, I take of myself have my cats in them. <clears throat> I think you should um, take one tonight and update your profile picture everywhere. I think that would be a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> but Brian wants to know, will Ashley be cleared to face Brock? No, he will not. Supposedly, he's going to have shoulder surgery. He's going to miss about four months is what was originally reported. So this match at Madison Square Garden is going to be a last-minute announcement. I can see them giving him a set Rollins or an AJ Styles. I'm very surprised, and I think he'll probably get announced on Monday because if bringing Brock to MSG is to sell tickets, you probably want to announce ahead of time who his opponent is. Yeah, yeah. I Whoever prefer. it is is just gonna lose to Brock, and it's, this is just a ticket grab for MSG. See, and that's the thing too, because they're like, "Oh, we got, we talked about this the other night," but this is the sort of thing they used to keep Big Show on payroll for, right? You know, to to make the the surprise. Oh, one thousand percent. I went to a house show, which they air on the network, and it was Brock versus the Big Show at MSG, yeah. and that was the whole marquee of the match. We always. I don't mean to brag, right? But we always get really good matches at MSG. We get if if we don't have a special guest like a Brock or Undertaker or John Cena showing up, then we get a title change. But something always happens at these MSG house shows. So tonight on the SmackDown, we open with Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Cutting a promo, having a face-off with Charlotte Flair, building up their match announced for WrestleMania. How are you feeling about Rhonda and the crowd reactions she's getting coming back? Listen, WWE? unless this camera guys did a better job tonight, I did think she was getting a better reaction. I, I did see a lot of signs for her in Hershey, Pennsylvania tonight. I am a big Ronda Rousey fan, so I want the fans to accept her. I think sometimes her, her own comments or things that get reported about her kind of get her. But I do think this whole... Um, Naomi project really is working. I'm starting to buy her as a baby face, but she's going against Charlotte Flair. I think anybody you put against Charlotte Flair is going to come off as a baby face. What is yeah, that's a baby true. face? Said mm. Eddie Kingston on Dynamite. Well, it's interesting too, because I mean, to give the bookend, actually, an interesting uh, tonight when we saw the Britt Baker promo, like I was like, Britt was coming across as a baby face to me tonight. She did not yeah. seem like a heel out there. I mean, yes, yeah, she was speaking some harsh truths, but like, I want Britt Baker to be my life coach. Like that was, that was good. She was motiv motivating Thunder Rosa. Um, but no, I think that Charlotte, it's been a long time since the audience was on Charlotte's side by design, oh, Yeah, oh, yeah. you know, and Charlotte is very good at getting heat. Very good. Uh, so I feel like with Rhonda, is it the Rhonda's the baby face or just that Charlotte is such the established heel and Rhonda being a star? I mean, Rhonda wasn't out there cutting like a you people promo or anything, but I think that um, I think if she's getting a baby face reaction, it's the goodwill people have towards Rhonda Rousey as a UFC celebrity coming into WWE. I don't think there was anything in her promo that made me go like, yes, Rhonda, I believe in you. You can do it. Like, She's not the underdog. I Maybe it's because I have so much love for her, but I do find it just so impressive that she is here four months after giving birth. And she talked about That's how true. she made did the math and she knew when she was giving birth and she knew she wanted to be back at the room. But whether that's truth or not, I hope it's truth. But I just, 
I just think that's so powerful for moms everywhere, you know? So I, I do respect that. I do respect her talking about how, hey, I just had a baby four months ago and here I am and I knew I would be back. She is an Olympian athlete. She, you know what I mean? So you you do expect that kind of comeback for her, from her. But again, it's Charlotte Flair. So I don't think that Ronda needs to try very much. But I will tell you one thing. There's not a lot of people invested in this match right now. So they have to cut these promos and they have to build these segments because if it's going to main event night one, Right now, I would rather see Bianca and Becky. Yeah, there's there's no heat here. There's, I mean, I like look whether it's Brock telling Heath Slater, you know, I don't give a damn about your kids. Like, I like when people are very dismissive of parents. Like, me too, I think, but I don't have kids, so yeah, exactly. Course, I was gonna that, say, I was gonna say, as, me. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say, as childless people, it's like, well, at least somebody got to say it. We don't get to say these things, but at least somebody got. To no, say it. we can, but when somebody says say it, you can pop. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'll never forget the only time I ever been upset at anything MJF said was when he disrespected CM Punk's dog. That's when I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, yeah, that's okay. the only place we do not go. But kids, yeah, why not? Yeah. But so you know they, what? It's funny yeah. because I don't know why they're not using, sorry to interrupt you, but I don't know why no. they're not using the Charlotte Ronda story from Survivor Series. Remember? Yeah. Charlotte beat the crap out of Ronda Rousey and, and the crowd was cheering her and booing Ronda. Like, why not just go okay. back to that moment and build this heat from that? Okay, now this isn't like, oh, being a WWE hater, being a Ronda hater, but who in their right mind said Ronda? And if Rhonda came up with this, I'm sorry, who in their right mind thought it was a good idea to say, I'm going to be the first person to tap out Charlotte in half a quadrennial? What the F? Nobody talks uh, like that. I know Ronda a lot Rousey of, talks like that. Yeah, Ronda know, Rousey talks like that. I know a lot of 50 cent words too, but I don't go dropping them like quadrennial. Did, did you ever watch her on Total Divas? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. You, you have to watch her. Watch her YouTube channel. She talks like that. Like this woman is. She, trust me, I guarantee you it was her. Quadrennial. Issa, what's a quadrennial? I have no idea. Yeah, it's four <laughs> years. Four years, the Olympics are a quadrennial sport. Half so, a quadrennial. Half. Uh, uh, I, uh, English is my second language, so don't come for me because I don't know what the word means, okay? So not only do you have to know the word, but then you got to do math and split it in half. Like, that's a bad promo. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. Maybe if you were uh, Damian Sandow and you're out there, maybe those words belong in his mouth. But Rhonda, is that is that going to make you the champion of the people in Hershey, Pennsylvania tonight? No, not at all. Not at all. No, I, I, I bet you I'm not alone on not knowing what the word meant. Thanks for educating me tonight. I had to look it up. I thought I knew what it meant, but I had to look it up. I actually thought for a second quadrennial like 25 years because I was thinking like quarter of a That's century. what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, no, it's four years quadrennial. All the kids are talking wow. about quadrennials. Kanye, new album. He drops that sick yeah. uh, Morgan Freeman reference and talks about quadrennials. No, yeah. no, he does not. Talk. Does he talk about quadrennials? I don't know. I'm not paying 200 bucks for that player <laughs> to listen to Donda 2. Uh, but uh, this, this match is going to be great. But good Lord, like beef up the promos here. Let's get some heat going between these two. Let's get some chemistry. And if they don't have hot fire to spit when they're in the ring, make these a lot shorter. Um, and then. Yeah. Or, or just build that with video packages, because I'm telling you, one of my, and it's, it's kind of weird because it ended on a DQ, but one of my favorite matches in Ronda's run was that match with Charlotte. 
Yeah. No, and that's the thing. And Ronda can go. This isn't about, oh, Ronda can't wrestle. No, look, I commend her. She's back this soon after birth. I hope Turtle from Entourage is at home watching the baby. I hope their marriage is going well because in my fantasy booking, that's who I think her husband is after the Entourage movie. Um, <laughs> I've never actually seen her husband, but I just in my head, it's Turtle from Entourage. Uh, husband. Her husband is Travis Brown. He's a heavyweight, a former heavyweight in, in UFC. It's a big well, dude. You know, he beat the crap. He's one of the guys that beat the crap out of that guy that jumped um, Bret Hart at the Hall of Fame ceremony. You know, Turtle was a heavyweight too. Then he went on a diet. He lost a lot of weight. He's looking pretty good. So <laughs> You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You know, and I think back, does society, does anyone else ever think, why in the fuck did I spend seven years of my life watching Entourage? Why did I go see the Entourage movie opening day? Me in the theater, first showing, alone, watching this film. I don't think about Entourage. I don't think fondly think, you know what, I need to rewatch Entourage. Like, we were under a collective psychosis as a nation, as a world, paying attention to this mediocre show for so long. I never watched it. You didn't miss anything. Thank you. Kevin Dillon was okay in it. Okay. That's all I need to know. I think oh, now you're the only person that I accept TV recommendations from after Yellow Jackets. So, yeah, Entourage was like, we didn't know what was good TV then, you know? So we just <laughs> kind of got a pass. Um, but Sony Deville got involved tonight. And next week, Sony Deville versus Ronda Rousey on SmackDown. That I'm looking forward Wait. to. That has heat because Sonya doesn't have to say very much. Ronda, it's funny to think of like, oh, Ronda's, you know, someone's abusing her authority to like, take advantage and treat Rhonda harshly. It's like, I'll suspend disbelief. But Sonia is such a good heel that this yes. works. It just makes you wonder um, why was Sonia helping out Charlotte here when Charlotte walked away from her at Elimination Chamber? Yeah. Yeah. Makes no sense. Know. But listen, we're going to get the match next week and we need Rhonda to get as many reps and, and whatever she needs to, to be able to be ready by WrestleMania time. So good for her. Joseph Bozen in the chat is saying, if you think this is bad in two weeks, Heath Slater, of all people, is going for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. I like Heath Slater. That sounds great to me. I want Heath that's versus Brock. Pay kidding. it off finally. Heath versus oh, yeah. Brock, that's the story still. We never got a payoff on it. It's not going to. Listen, Brock Lesnar said he will continue to wrestle as long as them dollar bills come in. So I think one of Heath Slater's kids is going to be how this story ends. There you go. Um. Yes. I hate when I just get bummed when I look at the match. Like Los Lotharios. Oh, no. Versus the New Day. Yeah. Both, where, Kofi uh, and Big E got the win. Big E had that. Uh, the, yeah, he tried to run him over. Yeah, that yes. was good. I, I, I sent out a tweet about why the faces in SmackDown are trying to run people over or stab people with swords. And these are supposed to be the good guys. I'm a little confused. Sword thing was a little weird. Her name's well, Angela. Yes. Um, look, I like the New Day. I think Los Lotharios can wrestle. Um, right. How many times have we seen variations? So we got one-on-ones before, so that was the first tag? Or do we get tags then? One like, I'm, I, I can't know. even it remember. It feels like we've been seeing this for four weeks now. Yes. And why don't they have Biggie kissing women in the audience as well? Uh, yeah, if I'm gonna see a kiss cam, I would rather see Biggie kissing people than these menudo rejects. <laughs> this is why you need to start. While you're in Puerto Rico, you need to go and find a local federation and be like, "Guys, I got the gimmick for you," and it's gonna go over huge in Puerto Rico. 
<laughs> Listen, I, 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 I've been covering some wrestling here locally with Lucha Libre Online. You might be onto something. I'm going to, as soon as I get done talking to someone, I'm going to be like, Listen, I got an idea for you. <laughs> yeah. And they should come out to Fuego. You know, like, uh, like, no, so much... I wanted to go out to Subete on the moto and they come out in, in motorcycles. It should be like uh, mopeds because that'd be even funnier. <laughs> and then when they, um, when they're losing, you know, when they're getting their uh, their butts kicked, yeah. uh, they todo va bien, please. There you go. There you go. Yes. Solid. Um, this is what we're talking about now, more interesting than this match. Well, more interesting. Yeah, than this I just, just like. It bothers me how Biggie just quietly went back to SmackDown. He's tagging with, um, with Kofi, and we're just not gonna mention that he was a champion recently. Yeah, that's weird too. I mean, it was strange tonight that they touted um, that for Black History Month they have the feature talking to three recent Black <laughs> WWE champs, Love all of which were defeated by Brock Lesnar. That's like, it's great that they're doing that and showcasing that, but all defeated by Brock Lesnar. Yeah, so what was next on the, on the <laughs> card? <laughs> uh, so, uh, after that, a commercial for the Toyota Tundra featuring Shinsuke and Rick Boogs. Beautiful. Happy um, later birthday to Shinsuke Nakamura, 42 years young. Yes, he looks very good. Um, the Usos backstage with Sam Roberts. Yeah. Backstage, and attacked by the Viking Raiders. Yeah, because they won their match. <laughs> as soon as this happened, I was like, oh, God, no, please just give them the match. I'm tired of this. <laughs> and we're supposed to get it next week. I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> I'm not reading this comment that's in the chat, but oh, my God, that, that just popped me. <laughs> Wait, Just what? Look, oh. look at the chat. <laughs> I see it. I see. It. <laughs> that's good. I'm not repeating that, but that's holy shit. That's wow. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Zeely versus Natalia. Yeah. Why? Oh yeah. I guess they've been feuding, right? I mean, this was Zeely's first match, and. Yeah. Why? Okay, we were talking about this the other night about Nikita Lyons, the internet's favorite new NXT superstar. Yes. Um, which I, I like. Honestly, I was like, this is short lived, and maybe this was just us, and maybe a little prisoner of the moment. But oh my god, like no. people still are going on about this, and there was a backstage video of her with the nunchucks, and like Nikita Lyons mania is, is running wild. Um, but we were talking about like why was Nikita's debut match so competitive? Zia Lee, the protector, who has been dominant when she has showed up. And save people. Why did she have a competitive match tonight when Aaliyah, who was never billed as a dominant force, pinned Natalia in like three seconds? Why did Zia? Did you know that on main event or one of the dark tapings, Aaliyah beat Shayna Baszler? I mean, it, I mean, it, what? It doesn't make sense, but no, it does. But look, if this was two years ago, I would be like, oh my God, I can't believe, like, that would be the huge upset, but they haven't, Shayna isn't, um, Shayna's not been booked consistently as an unstoppable opponent. Yeah, I know, I know. It's not like she came in and killed everybody at the chamber and then, 
she went all vampire on Becky Lynch. I, I just, I don't know. All the momentum was lost when she lost that match to Becky Lynch at yeah. WrestleMania with nobody watching at the Performance Center. I'm sorry, I went off topic here. But yeah, I agree with you. CLE should have <laughs> been a little more, I guess, um, powerful. But right. it just seemed like Zia, a regular match. Why do I get tripped up on Zia and Zaya? Why do I do this all the time? And I apologize. It's Zia, right? Zia? I swear I've heard it both ways. Zaya? I can't pronounce. I can't pronounce I 75% of the words. So um, I apologize if I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> and now I'm up in my head about it because I thought with confidence where I was like, this is how you say it. And now I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to take a screenshot of you making that face and use it. <laughs> um, it's been a long day, folks. Uh, so... <laughs> So I look forward to when Aaliyah defeats a returning Asuka. Aaliyah is the new dominant superpower. You think that's where they're going? <laughs> oh, I don't think that's where they're going. Oh. <laughs> but the fact she defeated... Uh, uh, the f fact that she uh, defeated Shannon... By the way, I like how in the chat, when everyone's trying to say how it's pronounced, they're still spelling it in a way that doesn't tell you anything about how it's pronounced. That's not helpful. Like, like phonetically, <laughs> don't you? I see, I symbols? see, Sia, Sia. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, and now when you think about it, then you're like, then I really don't know. I know, I know, I've said it both ways on this, but no, her entrance, yes, uh, to Mateo, uh, her entrance is fire, still looks great. Um, but do you she, think that what we're seeing from her? matches the the video the comic book stuff that we saw from no. her from the video packages okay Zaya. so michael Zaya saying Zaya. <laughs> see there we go that was Zaya, not sia okay Zaya. Zaya. all right thank you so much i swear i hear it when they say it on commentary is but again long night long wrestling and i'm sure i'm sure i you know, get this wrong every, you know what? I'm just going to alternate between saying it each way. And that way I'm, I'm right. 50% of the time. And I'm wrong. 50% of the time. Same, same. And there, you know what? I'm going to do it with everyone too. Uh, Isa, when you say oh, Sia, when you say Sia, I'll say Sia. When I say Sia, you say Sia. Yes. And I'll just call you Isa half the time, you know, and <laughs> it'll be fine. Yes. Look, and here's yes. the thing I want to point out about this. Cause we talked about this before with me and the need heart and heart thing. My last name is Rubenstein. And my entire life, I have never had a preference. People say Rubenstein, Rubenstein, and they'll be like, what do you prefer? I don't care. I honestly don't care. I'm fine with either. The traditional is probably Rubenstein. We moved to the Midwest. Maybe not the most welcoming place to Jews. Maybe we went by Rubenstein to kind of blend in a little bit for a while in the Midwest. And I just lost my preference. Okay. You know? I can see that. I can see that. Just how it is. Just how it goes. Um... So, yeah, uh, she Zaya should have had a more dominant match here, I thought. And Natalia has no problem putting people over. So that's why it was weird, too. Um, but with the protector thing, I don't know. I feel like they're dropping that story. Um, you know, where was she to save Ronda Rousey when she was attacked by Sonya Deville? Just saying. She didn't think Ronda Rousey needed protection. Well, apparently she was wrong. Um... Intercontinental champion Sami Zayn. How beautiful are those words tonight? His celebration, and wouldn't you know it, interrupted by Johnny Knoxville. 
Of course it was. First of all, uh, Sami Zayn looked very handsome in his celebratory jacket. <laughs> uh, what's wrong with us tonight? What's wrong with us? Listen. Wait. <laughs> now people are just messing with me in the chat. Now people are just messing with me on this. Yes. Oh. Uh, no, I, I love seeing Sammy as Intercontinental Champion. I just, I feel like the Intercontinental Champion hasn't, Championship hasn't really mattered in so long. And I was hoping that, you know, Sammy was going to change that trend. Johnny Knoxville wasn't the, quite the, the the field that I would want for the IC title to feel relevant again. You know? Yeah. That being said, I still pop every time he comes out, but that's probably because I just love Jackass so much. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I think he's gonna win at Mania. Or if if he loses at Mania, it's gonna be because there's gonna be some surprise return or call up. Like there's gonna be some sort of interference. But I think, you know, the movie's out. I don't know what else Knoxville is going on now. I could see him having a two or three month run with the intercontinental no. championship. Well, I think what happens is I think he shows up on TV. He doesn't wrestle again till backlash. You know, maybe he uh, ekes out a win there, but you know, they could keep it coming going to SummerSlam. Okay. Glenn. Why else would you do this? Why would you build this long-term feud with someone who shows up? He's gonna fight Ricochet next week. Maybe, maybe Johnny Knoxville is just a pest. It'd be nice if Johnny Knoxville was Ricochet's mouthpiece. Yes, one thousand percent agreed. Also, minor thing. Why did nobody point out, hey, Johnny, your outfit looks really good, but the color of your red jacket's the exact same color as the red carpet. And when you and Sammy get into it, you get thrown on the floor. Like, this is going to look like a mess. Yeah. But he took two yeah. Huluva kicks. Second, That second one, look, the first one, let's suspend disbelief. But that second yes. one connected. Yes. And then when they showed the replay, I was like, oh, holy crap. Yes. The second, the first one was not. Yeah. <laughs> so Bernie, I like Bernie saying that Knoxville cost Zane next week, cost him the title against Ricochet. And then we have Johnny and Sammy without a title on the line for WrestleMania. But I mean, if that's the case, it's going to be one of those six man ladder matches for the IC title of Mania. Cause I don't think Ricochet. I don't like those ever. Yeah, I, think I do those like are those. always fun. Mm -hmm. I, I actually miss WrestleMania having, because they make them too nice. So we get so many one-on-one -on -one matches. I remember WrestleMania 31, 32, there was a couple of manias where we had a really good ladder ma ladder matches to open up the show. Okay, wait, I got it. I got what happens. Okay? <laughs> okay. Um, it's Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. Okay. They have like a five-minute match playing grab ass, whatever. Uh, uh, people still say that? Matt Morgan used to say grab ass all the time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that that's, that's Matt's influence on me. I still say grab ass. Uh, so they they have a match, um, but there's some weird stipulation. Something happens, and Knoxville's like, uh, you know, I can't go on, but I got an opponent for you, and it's Cody Rhodes, and he comes out and wins the Intercontinental Championship for his return at WrestleMania. Listen, I'm not mad. They could do it that way, or they could do it that way the next night on Raw. They could do it, you know, the yeah, next night if Johnny does it. So, I mean, and that makes sense. Cody coming in, Cody has to come in 
either as intercontinental championship or contender at the top of the card. But, but if we're unifying the belts, there's no spot. I mean, there's that's too few spots for that to happen. If they're going to unify the belts, he might as well just come in and, and already say that he's never challenging for the world title. Like he did in AEW. Yeah, they'll be like, hey, uh, this tip still counts somehow. So <laughs> he rolled over from your last contract, but you can't challenge. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad at Cody just walking in and making a statement like that. I still would I still would rather see Cody versus Seth at WrestleMania just because I see Seth as such a WWE guy, but I don't know that they'll lean in that direction of, you know, Cody Rhodes, the AEW guy. I wish they did, but if uh, he even shows up, who knows? Like, I don't know anything anymore. I have trust issues. Yes. Uh... <laughs> So, but Ricochet backstage when he was just uh, talking and interrupted Sam yeah, and Pierce, right. that was the best Ricochet mm-hmm. sounded. Yeah. Um, it sounded very natural. He sounded good. But next week, they're going to go for the title. Sasha Banks versus Shotzi tonight. Haven't seen either of them wrestle in a minute. They didn't even advertise Sasha. I, I did a I previous know. SmackDown on my YouTube channel, and I, and I went over the matches that they advertised. She's always a nice surprise. I don't know why they didn't. Oh, yeah. She's a draw. It, but the, the match went on for three whole minutes. Yeah. Well, and Naomi was on commentary, and you might go, why? <laughs> love, love, love Pat dancing to her entrance song, because I always dance every time she comes out. Yeah. Uh, it was great. Crowd into her. Um, but the headline after, if you wonder why she was there, is that she went to congratulate Sasha and say that they are going to go for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Naomi and Sasha. Yes, that into my veins. I was not mad at this. I, 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 I was not mad at this at all. Team Bad yeah. reunited. Yes, yeah, Team Bad. So, to me, do you feel like Tamina? Oh, that's going to be. There's, there's got to be at least a backstage promo where, like, Tamina's like, "What the hell?" Like, uh, yeah, like guys, you're gonna call me. <laughs> is Tamina on SmackDown still? I, I, I don't know. I, it's unfortunate. That's how little they use Tamina is that she could be on SmackDown. No, no, she was on. She's on Raw. She's been feuding for the twenty four seven title. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I like Tamina a lot. I like when she got that shot against Bailey. I like those promos she was doing. Um, but yeah, Team Bad. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Team Bad be the same. Will they bring back the Unity theme? That's the question. Unity. Yes, they have to. <laughs> they have they- to. <laughs> Can yeah. we talk about what happened right after? Because they went to the backstage interviewer and she said, wow, Naomi said next tag team champions. I'm not sure what she means by that. And I'm like, bro. <laughs> I forgot. It couldn't be any more obvious. Like, why did she say that? Why? I'm not sure what she meant by that. And I'm like, really? Because. Okay. <laughs> She really said that, Glenn. <laughs> I forgot. Sometimes I feel like some things I just tune out, but no, I, I recall that. Um, yes. Yeah. So uh, moving on to the next segment, whatever that means. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure what you mean by that, Glenn. But for them, though, I like Naomi deserves as much spotlight as they want to give her. I like that. She's not going to be like Rhonda's sidekick. Um, yeah, this is good. 
And I love Tim Bad. I love that the thought of the two of them. And yeah, I, I'm here for this. If if you don't have anything else for them, why not? You know, as long as they're part of WrestleMania and you're still winning a title at, at WrestleMania, yes, why not? Um, I had a thought. Oh, you know, I give Mad Cat Mouse a really hard time because his jokes are terrible, and uh, his character does nothing for me. But that right? bump at Elimination Chamber is Insane. one of the scariest looking things yes. that I've seen in quite some time. And I'm I glad can't he believe he stopped walking and freaking wrestling. Legend. So, so, so glad he's okay. Me too. Me too. I hated the replay. I saw, I seen the, the gif of it too many times. I don't need to see it anymore. I'm just glad he's okay. <laughs> Michael, I'm just tired um <laughs> three hours of wrestling is a lot to watch sometimes and i think uh i, I will say tonight's episodes were not must watch television there was a couple of high points but it, it was every once in a while this is uh, this is a lot of fun and every once in a while what we do does feel like work and tonight is one of those nights that it felt like work <laughs> it does and this isn't you know again like People can take the net off. I've missed shows. Issa's missed shows. Like, Alfred missing a show is fine. But I will say the beauty of when it's the three of us together and part of the reason why I think we work so well together is there's always someone with some energy. And even if two of us are feeling a little logy, like one, one can kick the energy up a little bit. Like, with three people, someone always has a really exciting take. And I think um, it's interesting, too, because when I've done this with christy or with tk or someone that i don't know as well like you tend to just kind of move it along a lot of the time but right. i think that isa and i having done this now for like a year and also doing a whole other podcast together i think we have a level of comfort where it's easy sometimes to go more with the vibe of the conversation we're having rather right. than thinking about like okay we got to get this in and what was the finish of the match and what was that and what was that but i think i right. mean look our numbers have only grown on this podcast. I feel like whatever we're doing or approach we're taking, people seem to like it. I know there's some purists out there that just want to literally say like, just stick to the results and stick to it and get to the psychology and talk about, you know, whose strengths and weaknesses and, you know, the angles and the comparisons. But it's like at the same time, I mean, is there a shortage of podcasts out there that do that? I think what we do is a little unique. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, but yes, as Anthony Wise said, I thought I was getting away from three hours of wrestling by leaving Monday to do Friday, but aha, <laughs> jokes on me. Because you're getting two different shows, I do think it, it flows differently than Raw. Yeah, and also there was some good stuff tonight, but you have to admit it's silly when they were like five weeks from Sunday WrestleMania, and it's just kind of like, okay, wake wake me up when we're like two weeks from Sunday you know and right <laughs> happening it's really funny because I, I i i was very excited to not have a pay-per-view in between the chamber and wrestlemania because we get a proper build but then i was like oh we don't get a pay-per-view in between they never go this long without a pay-per-view let's see how they manage to keep it interesting and keep building up you know yeah and i think with this um they've got a long build we have a long time to go on this and uh they tease some good stuff tonight i mean look so as yeah. i was saying i mean i'm glad madcap moss as well landing on his head and his neck that was very scary um seeing him with drew tonight i mean 
I don't know that having that the Corbin and Moss stuff is elevating Drew because I think that Corbin is a really good heel on his yes. own. Uh, he was great when he was down on his luck. The match was good. And Riddick Moss, pardon me, Madcap Moss can wrestle. Um, but again, like we see some variation on this all the time with these yes, guys. For weeks from before Drew got injured and came back and he's still in this field. It's the same as what we discussed earlier with the New Day and Los Dotar, whatever their name is. <laughs> because it's like we've seen this so much, so much. It, it gets to a point where you're just like, okay, let's just move on. And and I told you, like, SmackDown does feel like it's lacking a little bit of star power, but the star power is there. They're just in weird story, never-ending storylines. Yeah. Yeah. So the final segment tonight, the contract signing. Yes. For WrestleMania, Roman, yes. Bloodline, Heyman. Honestly, I ovulated as soon as Roman's music hit. <laughs> you know, Issa, some people have tried to say Glenn's a bad influence. Someone actually in the comments said, you know, Glenn encourages her and leads her in this direction. And I just want to point out there is one man responsible for Issa's behavior, and that man is Roman Reigns. She was yeah, a Someone say prude. Before Roman Reigns came into our life, people were like, oh, that Issa couldn't get a more moral and just sort of buttoned up person. She was wearing glasses and her hair was up and she saw Roman and it was like, like the librarian whips the glasses off, shakes the hair down. And you go, oh, my God, who knew this passion? It actually almost went like that because I didn't I wasn't watching wrestling and I took my nephew for his 16th birthday I think it was to an episode of Monday Night Raw and I I haven't watched in years so I don't know what's going on and I, I'm telling you right now the shield came down right next to us and I was like who is that and ever since it was love See? at first sight so send your angry tweets to Roman if you are not happy no, do not I'll come for you <laughs> T Smitty 3000. I don't want the world titles to be unified because many of our faves would never have a title run since Glenn is Crocky tagging Issa for the hot tag. Well, Issa, you hey. talked this this uh closing segment was perhaps your your favorite of the night. So I'll let you go into detail and, and cover this a bit more. But uh, I agree with everything T Smitty is saying that yeah, it's it's gonna be less opportunities with unified titles, and that really bums me yes. out because I think they need to build more stars, and taking away that opportunity is taking away a guaranteed way to make that happen. Uh, and then Stella just a little piss four ninety nine saying if I told you all Vince going on Pat show was the start of feud for WrestleMania, would you believe me? Well, that's the rumors You're going late. wild. On I, I, right said now. That. I said that in the beginning of the show, Stella Justin Lopez. Come on, man. I, I, I'm ahead of everybody. <laughs> um, so this final segment, this contract yes. signing tonight, talk about what happened. So Roman comes out, he's wearing the tracksuit. It's always such swag when he wears the tracksuit, right? With the white sneakers, beautiful, right? He sits down and they start talking. And Roman talks, Paul Heyman talks about how this is the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. I personally agree. You know, he said bigger, bigger than Hogan and Andre, bigger than The Rock and Stone Cold. Then he proceeded to say bigger than when Paul Heyman broke The Undertaker's streak. What was Love that? that. <laughs> I know, me too. I pop. I pop for it. We go to an oddly timed commercial break before. Yes. Brock Lesnar comes out. And he said before, like, cliffhanger. Like, and then he just. Cliffhanger. 
I know. I was like, wait, what? You're, you're serious. <laughs> I mean, he does say this has spoilers, right? So um, that's when Beastie comes out. He looked absolutely incredible tonight with the turtle chain. Brock, the only thing missing, the, the only thing missing was a chain, sorry. Turtleneck with the best, no chain. We needed a chain. No, no, no break. Just a ponytail tonight. Brock cut a great, great promo. What do you think of Brock's promo? Uh, I thought it was good. Let's talk about what you think about the the braid. To me, it reminded me of like when Justin Timberlake had cornrows. <laughs> no, it's better. <laughs> I mean, it's, I like I like the Brock's trying stuff. I like that Brock's having fun, and yes. um, I like listeners' confidence in this. I like that. Um, way he's sort of taunting this, you know, like what's basically like, what's going to happen? How is this going to devolve? That's what I think about in every contract signing. Who's going to throw the right. first punch. Who's going through a table. What's going to happen. You know, well, I so, love that Brock said, I want you to know the only reason why I'm not jumping this table and kicking your ass is because I'm stopping myself. I thought that was very confident, but that was nothing compared to what Roman Reigns said next, because he said, that the ring, the cameraman, the WrestleMania sign, everybody works for him. Everybody is his, myself included. Thank you very much. He said the commentators work for him. He said that he is WrestleMania. Oh, my God. I love you, Roman Reigns. I don't know if you watch the show, but I just want you to know that I love you. <laughs> I'm sure Roman. <laughs> Roman's like... I know I just got done with the live SmackDown. I got some uh, you know, charity work to do. Got my family to think of, but you know what? Let's pop on some wrestling podcasts and see what see what the fans are saying. Because I keep it real. I want to know what's 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 going on in the streets. You know. I don't care if he doesn't watch. I just want to out loud say I love Roman Reigns. I understand. Thank you. Have you ever actually sent a fan letter? No, I met I met him multiple times. Oh, that's actually. true. That's yeah, like yeah. the modern. I day actually behave, which is hilarious. I actually behave. A lot of people have seen my videos meeting Roman and they're like, oh, wow. And I'm like, come on, come on. I'm, I'm grown. Do you ever write a fan letter as a kid? Yes. And I actually got a response to one. Oh, what'd you write? Who'd you write? I wrote a fan letter to Carlos Delgado. He was a baseball player. Hmm. Um, and the, he was playing winter baseball here in Puerto Rico. And he responded. My mom still has the response to it. Oh, that's cool. I wrote all the uh, Star Wars actors to get autographs. It was a big thing. And I remember when I lived in Alameda, which is near, we're like right near Oakland. We found out yes. like some Oakland A's players, like where they lived. And like, we literally yeah. like rode our bikes over there and just sort of hung out to like meet them, get some, get them to sign a baseball. You know, it was such a different time back then. Kids today will never know the feeling, the heartbreak of sitting there waiting for the mailman to oh, realize yeah. you, were ne you were never getting anything back. Yeah, the kids today will not know about that. Oh, today, man. I guess the the equivalent of a fan letter today is like getting one of them to like or retweet or respond yeah. to you on social media, right? Or like your post that you tag them on or something like that. That's probably today's version of a fan letter response. No, absolutely. Um, so of course, this contract signing ended peacefully with both sides shaking hands and saying, "You know what? We're going to save this for the ring." We're going to put on a great match. And whatever animosity said, we have towards We're going to wait for this cake that Isa's going to bake us and we're going to work it out. And that's how it ended. <laughs> no, Brock Lesnar pretty much killed all the security guards. Yes. Yes. And it was fine. It was a good ending.
It's great. It was great. And then did you notice that when he got done with it, his face wasn't red, he wasn't sweating, his outfit still looked on point. Like it was not what well, then again, the security guards were like 90 pounds and like five feet tall. But he put no effort. Like he felt like he did no work, even though he yeah. threw like 10 guys around. Yeah. Uh there were some high points tonight. I like Naomi and Sasha in a tag team. I think that's gonna be really cool. I think this mania match, I'm nervous about the unification. I think Charlotte versus yeah. Ronda is going to be a great match. I just want to feel the, the heat in this feud between them. Uh, but yeah. that show was okay. But again, it's five weeks from Sunday or five weeks from this I weekend. thought the closing segment was everything. There you go. Um, and, uh, you know, Johnny Knoxville, good sport. So. It's all good. Uh, so I assume when Stone Cold's coming back, he's going to come to Raw, not to SmackDown. Yeah, I mean, what the, the rumors right now is that he's it's, it's a Kevin Owens thing. So I'm assuming Kevin Owens is going to go into this tag title match that he has with Seth Rollins. And then after that, we might see the return of Stone Cold if the rumors are true. Did like uh, the Hershey, Pennsylvania crowd chanting Hershey's chocolate and Pat McAfee saying they're chanting Zaya's awesome. <laughs> We don't deserve Pat on commentary. He's so good. He's so good. Uh, Rampage tonight. Oh, man. I feel like Rampage needed to do things backwards because starting with that TNT title match completely killed my interest level. You know what really? I mean? Like, it felt like it went from here to here instead of from here to here. Does Let's that talk sense? about that. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I mean, we had Sammy Guevara versus Andrade El Idolo um for, for the tnt championship i honestly was surprised that sammy guevara retained because with andrade i feel Same. like he could use a, a step up right now yes they haven't done anything with andrade I, i'm sorry but they haven't there are some people that they've done an excellent job with andrade is not one of them and i get it some people were saying that rick flair was supposed to come in and they had to change direction they debuted him with um, with Vicky Guerrero, which was weird. But they haven't done anything with Andrade. And I thought this was a great opportunity to switch that momentum. That's not where they went with it. He lost. And it was pre-taped, which I don't mean to keep harping yeah. on, but it kind of takes affect. the wind out of your sails, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it affects your viewing experience. I love when they do Rampage Live. Yeah, it's, it means so much more. Um, and I don't think it's doing him a favor so, you know, after to have Matt Hardy attack Sammy, Darby Allen and Sting run out, uh, run out. Uh, I don't know. I think I think they're doing too much crossover between characters oh, yeah. in AEW. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of, of fields that are intertwined and you get so confused of who's on what faction and, and why is this person attacking this person. But I just really want to see better for Andrade. Um, but they're really... They're really into Sammy. I mean, you have to give him props for the booking of Sammy Guevara. They really yeah. put the machine behind him. After he beat Miro, he beat Cody, now he beat Andrade. He's he's ranking himself a, a good list of, of, of people that he have beaten. It's just got to be unfortunate, though, because you look at like what they've done with Adam Cole. You look at, I think, the trajectory that Keith Lee is already on. If you're, a, you know, or what they did with Miro, like, I don't know how Andrade doesn't take it a little personal that he's not and they keep getting... debuting and they keep debuting that's the thing though like all these debuts i listen and, and tony khan can sign all the people that he wants but 
there has to be some kind of creative direction. You don't need to have a title for storylines to be interesting. So let's just put them in, in good fields. Yeah. Now, Anthony Y has been asking, and I think I gave an answer to this before, but Anthony's meeting Sting on Sunday in Wichita, Kansas, and wants to know what hard-hitting question should he ask Sting? Uh, I don't know. I guess um, I, I I always wanted to know how he feels about this dream match that we never got to see with him and The Undertaker. And I know yeah. he's talked about it before, but if I'm standing there in front of him, I would just tell him I would have loved to see that. I say you want to create a moment. You want something to go viral. I think you need someone videotaping you. You need to show up at the boombox playing Desert Rose and bring a copy of Synchronicity <laughs> 2 for him to sign. I and mean, then ask him to I join you that. in singing Desert Rose. That's uh, that's it right there. I'm telling you, that you will also get... Also ask him if he knows how to skateboard because he's spending so much time with Darby. You would assume that by now he's a pro skater. Sting can't skateboard. Sting will die if he falls off that skateboard. You don't know that. He's a hoodlum. Sting. He said it in a promo. Can you be a hoodlum at the age of 60 or over? I mean, how old is Sting now? He's pretty pretty old. Right? Age is nothing but a number, Glenn. Let's see. How old is Sting? No. That's a Sting. 70 years? No. Not that old. Uh, Sting. <laughs> 62 years. Almost 70. That's impressive, though. It is impressive. But you, you're not a hoodlum at 62. He said it. Yeah, I know. But but come on. What 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 hoodlumming? Like, you know, he what, what's he doing? Loitering? Like, what crime are you committing? He After he said that, he broke a window with a baseball bat, Glenn. <laughs> was, it like, was it like the Alfonso Rivera, like Churchill Latter-day Saints commercial? <laughs> like, about, like, who broke my window? <laughs> Yes. Oh my I need to watch that commercial again. Man, I love that commercial. That gets stuck <laughs> in my head all the time. I'm just going, Mr. Robinson, Mr. Robinson, what a horrible mess. Uh, <laughs> Church of Latter-day Saints. They knew how to make a TV commercial. Uh, yeah. Anyhow, uh, this was a good match with Sammy and Andrade. It's just, um, it's tough too when they open. That I, I feel like a lot of times they're stacking this like they're doing the main event first because they know they're getting the lead in and there's going to be some fade over the uh maybe the maybe but i thought the main i thought the title match should have been on the main event but i get it i get it i i just thought it was weird because maybe because that was the match that i was looking forward to the most tonight so you give it to me up front it's very easy to lose my interest for the rest of the show okay what about hook he loves ships did you know that it's true <laughs> so what came out uh, QT Marshall which yeah, I remembered yeah. how to pronounce that anyhow uh, Hook came out and took out his uh, his extras yes he did don't mess with Hook Hook in a hoodie you don't want the smoke, you don't want the smoke. Uh, Scorpio Sky backstage with Ethan Page and Dan Lambert cutting a promo that's so sick and tired of him Scorpio Sky? No, Dan Lambert. Dan and I'm very, very upset that we're never going to get the payoff between him and Brandy Rhodes. Well, okay, so I'm right on this, right? That the best thing that could happen for Scorpio Sky's career is if Scorpio Sky kicks the shit out of Dan Lambert. Oh, my God. I would love it so much. Yes. Like, and I think, I mean, maybe they're leading that way because he feels like Lambert's not going to deliver. 
Right. I mean, they, they talk about all these matches, you know, that he's won, but he hasn't gotten any opportunity. So why are you still with this guy? Go get yeah. the opportunities yourself, bro. Wardlow took on Nick Komoroto. Yes. Tonight. Uh, Wardlow won. Love Wardlow. His eventual split from NJF is going to be such a huge moment if they do it right. You only get one opportunity to do it, so do it right, but it's going to feel huge. And Aaron Solo tried to jump Wardlow after, but was caught. That's a stupid decision. That's a stupid yes. decision. Why were you? <laughs> Why? And Sean Spears came out and hit him with the chair. Sean's still going with the chairman thing, huh? Oh, yeah. He's a chairman. Yes. He's also Wardlow's hype man. Fine. I uh, got the big <laughs> double announcement, uh, double or nothing announcement reiterated. Man, dynamite, uh, rampage, double or nothing. Where is it going to be, Aglin? Uh, Reno? No, Las Vegas. Las Vegas, Nevada. I cannot wait for us to do all of our bonding ex experiences that I'm planning for us. You guys are going to love it. Well, let's fingers We're going to jump off the stratosphere. We're going to jump off the stratosphere. <laughs> We're gonna go on the New York, New York roller coaster drunk. I mean, it's gonna be a blast. You just wait and see. The hangover is gonna have nothing on us after you guys get done with my plans. Well, look for you know, if uh the COVID doesn't take me out, it will be uh yes the adventures Isa has planned. Um yes, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be great. <laughs> okay, uh Serena Deeb defeated Kayla Sparks via submission. Of course she did. Of course she it is. Good, though. I love every I love what they're doing with Serena Deeps right now. I wish they were booking Jade a little bit more like Serena. Um yeah, I like Serena a lot. And this contract signing says Thunder Rosa, who's been in the chat room many times, who we like, yes. who we are rooting for, who I think could be the woman to dethrone Britt Baker. I have to say, Thunder seemed very contained tonight. Yes. Um Except for when she jumped over the table. Yes. Maybe that was part of it. Maybe that was part of it is that, so I'm trying to think about this because Britt, Britt didn't come across like a bad guy to me. She was telling hard truths. It. Mm -hmm. uh, it, at first, some parts of her were baby face-ish, but I almost think, to think about it, if Thunder Rose is the baby face, the idea is that she basically was uh, gaslighting her and just needling her enough to get her to right. break, and that's why she jumped across the table and got her. But right. if I was tuning in for the first time tonight, I'd be like, why would she do that to this nice dentist that was just trying to give her life advice? <laughs> I love this segment. I, I, It's the first time that we see Britt Baker go against someone that doesn't feel predictable. Yeah. I think Thunder Rosa has a shot here. I was saying um, a couple of, actually my stream tonight even, that I feel like Britt Baker had, had lost a little bit of momentum, but it's just funny because as soon as she gets a microphone and she cuts a promo, she gains it right back. And that's that's the beauty of Britt Baker right now. I was like, she's losing a little bit of momentum. Then she cut that promo and I'm over here like, D&D, you know? <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But I am so excited for this match because I do think that Thunder Rosa has a big chance of beating Britt Baker, what I haven't felt that way about any of the people she's defended yeah. the title against in the past. If it's not her, then who? Eventually Jade? Yeah. I mean, they're not booking... I think Thunder Rosa is number one in the rankings right now. They're not really booking anybody that strong at the it's moment. Gonna be, that. It's, yeah, it's, it's going to be a great match. It's going to be an absolutely great yeah, match. Yeah, Rosa, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker feud might just be more than... The revolution. This might be. This might go on for a little bit. Uh, you know what, Serena Deeps. Serena Deeps. 
could okay. could be could be up there for for Britt Baker. Britt Baker retains here. This promo was very good. Uh, what did you think about the acclaimed and this promo on Orange Cassidy tonight? Uh, did you hear what they said, Glenn? Uh, which one of the many things they said, Isa? I mean, they said a lot of things. I wish I wish Alfred was here tonight. Yes. <laughs> um, I I like the acclaim. I do. I thought this was very good. I thought the freestyle was good. Orange Cassidy would have been better not saying anything. Word like, to your mother. That, that was kind of, I'm sorry, that was weak. Word to your mother yeah. jokes were played out by the time In Living Color did them 30 years ago, 32 years ago. Um, he, when he said that, he felt like everything they acclaimed said about him is true. <laughs> it, I know, right? It was just kind of like, that was a very yes. Michael Scott moment of uh, Orange Cassidy trying to seem down. Yes. You know? Actually, you know what's funny? So before this tonight, I was watching um, watching Different Strokes because, you know, this is what I do with my afternoons on a Friday. And I was watching when uh, when Mr. Drummond married Maggie and Sam, the redheaded kid, the cousin Oliver of Different Strokes, started hanging out with Arnold and Willis. And it was very cringeworthy where Sam was like talking, you know, jive, as the kids called it back then. And Orange Cassidy doing that tonight very much reminded me of that. Oh, 1,000%. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Bandy, uh, Bandy Jack, I thought Jacobs, but Bandy Jack, whatever. Bandy Jack Boz uh, saying that was the point. No, but Orange Cassidy is a fan favorite and Orange Cassidy is cool in his laid backness. So I think there was a way you could have had him do something like the kid when he did the kick sequence and all that stuff, the hand in his pocket, that was fine. I'm just saying just, if you don't have something super clever to say, just keep it minimal. He could just be himself and be good. But let's get on to the match, though, which was face of the revolution ladder match qualifier, Orange Cassidy versus Anthony Bowens. And um, I was surprised for Orange Cassidy how much they book him as a baby face to have him essentially win due to the interference of Danhausen tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But I every time I see Dan Housen, I just pop. There's something about Dan Housen that you can't help but do. Feel he's happy when you see him, even if he's costing somebody a match. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good match though, and uh, it's interesting though. I don't think. But the acclaim is not first, right? Do you think that now they come out and they forget their bars like Eminem on Eight Mile because Dan Housen cursed them? Oh, maybe that. Ooh. Yes. See, I was thinking about that tonight when Orange Cassidy was doing that. that was the first thing I thought of was the B-Rabbit choke at the beginning of 8 Mile because everything in life can be related back to 8 Mile. Um, right. Agreed. 1,000% agree. <laughs> I've watched that movie so many times. Especially like the last 20 minutes of that movie, I've probably watched 100 times. I, I watched it. When it was in the theaters, I think I went to see it a good 12 times. I'm a big yeah. Eminem fan. I think I shared that with you. He taught me how to curse in English. That's Thank right. you, Eminem. There yes. you go. Um, but no, I think that would be a good angle. I thought the freestyle tonight was very good. Uh, yes. It went there in a way that, again, I think was very validating. Uh, and the match was good. But Orange Cassidy doesn't need this opportunity no. for being in this tournament. I, I get mean, that he'll draw just, eyes on He just beat Adam Cole in a match that doesn't count. I would also feel weird if you don't go on to do anything significant with him. So. He's not winning the ladder match, huh? revolution but i will hope that he has a little bit of momentum from that adam cole match do you think keith lee gets it 
I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. I think so. I think that's the best way to uh, like almost make up to him how terribly he was treated on the WWE main roster. Me too, me too. I just want, I just, I have so much hope for some of the people that they sign. Um, and Keith Lee is one of those people that I just really want to see do great stuff in AEW. So MK, uh, get some usernames, chat room, please, that are easier to read. MKASPPDO64 saying Caster had a line edited out. I did see that people were saying he was going to drop uh, a bomb or two tonight. I thought it was his finishing line against Orange Cassidy, but apparently there was even more that was edited out. That should have been edited out. The world is a weird place right now. We don't need to be. I'm glad they edited it out. Erring on the side of caution. I'm not editing anything out of this podcast. No, it's too late for that. It's too late. I don't got time. Oh, could you imagine just the list? I would be like, okay, it's minute by minute. I got to go through. What do we got to take out? No, uncut. <laughs> it's Friday night. Uh, yeah. um, but Rampage, I mean, man, there's something about an hour long show. I would like to see Ricky Starks with too. MPDO just said that in the chat. And I agree. I love Ricky Starks. Um, but I, I, I can see Keith Lee winning more than Ricky Starks. Killer Styles asking what I think of Crease on Dynamite last week. I actually didn't see that. I'm not watching uh, Dynamite. I'm seeing clips. I saw the photos, but I did not watch the episode. You see Buddy Matthews debut this week? I did see that. In the House of Black, which is funny because him, and, of Alistair, Black. him and Alistair They Black, were in the same insane asylum, remember? <laughs> you could have... I guarantee you Vince McMahon probably thinks they're still on the roster, but he probably cut Kurt Hawkins, Buddy Murphy, and Aleister Black thinking they're all the same guy. In Vince's mind, that's the same dude. Yes. Well, I don't know, but I can tell you that Buddy Matthews spent his weight clause, like, working out even more because, Jesus. But, you know, and I was more, I was on the treadmill during Rampage. I was watching that, and uh, I was, like, a little more, like, had my energy up, which was good. So it was yeah. easier to pay attention. Whereas with SmackDown, it's like, man, some of those lulls, it's easy to lull with that. But an hour long show just flies by. Do you know, I went to the gym yesterday to escape wrestling. And then when I got there, they had Go Big Show in 10 different screen with Cody Rhodes' face all over the freaking gym. Can't escape wrestling, Issa. No, never. <laughs> it's not possible. No, so, no, no, no. But yeah, I think we're done. I think we went through everything. It's it's 1.35 a.m. here, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, there you go. Uh, I'm going to text Alfred <laughs> see how the, the pod convention's going on. Um, <laughs> He's going to kill us. <laughs> okay, uh, everybody, you know what? Don't tweet at us. Don't, don't we just, just admire us from afar tonight. And if you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say it at all. <laughs> we'll be back Tuesday where hopefully we see Tony D'Angelo hopefully see what they do with uh, Nikita Lyons next um, yes. it's going to be exciting and uh, have a good weekend time. catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast take care